But the song was about. Yeah, we're live. But the song, right it, the song was about, um, you know, just kind of getting past the bubble of, you know, of all the trouble and the hate with it, just moving past it. And I thought of like Chappelle, the Chappelle show, how he has multiple people say it. You know what I mean? And but and it's a funny thing, and it's funny. Nobody, nobody even questions it. They go right along laughing with it. You know what I mean? Different context, I understand, but the same mindset of like. Let's kind of get over it, even though I know it's a light thing that, you know, it's it's obviously nothing you get over. But like, I don't know, I just we have to move past it at some point. I feel we have to somehow unite. Gotcha. So for those uh, just tuning in, we were just having a quick discussion on Dominic's thoughts on. Uh, first of all, this is uh, Dom Polselli. You know, just say what's up to everybody if you want. You don't have to. How's it no going? Probably watching it. Uh, but yeah, we were kind of bullshitting before we before we went live. And we were talking about the N-word now. We weren't just throwing that shit around. We weren't calling each other the N-word. We were just talking about how it's inappropriate to say or when it could possibly be less inappropriate or whatever. And your thoughts were that, you know... Mind if I bring it up? Like, So, like, what if a white rapper, okay. right? What if a white rapper yeah. was using, was writing a song with the word in it, but then instead of actually saying it, he has a black rapper come in, tags him into the booth, he comes in, and then he says it in place of the white rapper. And then the white rapper releases mm. it. What happens? I feel like everyone, he everybody's head explodes when that shit happens. Yeah. Just to confirm, you want to have a white rapper, you know, the center of attention, and then bring in a, a black guy just to say the N-word? That's well, not you. Got, you got to give him a you verse. You got to give him a contribution. Verse. <laughs> no, no, contribution. Got... Like, yeah, I'm gonna need you to uh, come say the N word for me. That's that's it, man. You leave. Yeah, that's that. it. Yeah. In fact, I, I, I just guess... say it once into this tape recorder. I'll take it from here. <laughs> say, yeah. say it no. three different ways. I'll I'll plug it where it fits best. You know. I um. I mean, obviously, it's you know, if we're going by a technicality, it's not breaking a rule. But again, I I think it's such a weird line, and. I think you still get looked at the the, you know whoever produces that song or the the white artist is still a douchebag for, mm. you know like why does why does your music have to have the word in there? I think it's more of like a shock value thing. I don't think it's really like. Okay. It, I think that's more of the reason for it. It would be more of like a shock value because like mm. he didn't break no rule, and then everybody's like, what? You could even like call the song like N word or something, and then people. See oh my it, like, god, oh, bro! He's got that on the fucking track list. Like that's such a fucking <laughs> like some fucking hardcore marketing right there i like it so what's up don uh how's uh fucking soundcloud going it's going pretty good man i just dropped uh my 13th track i believe uh what's up little mama uh been working hard i started it about four months ago and um I mean, I've always loved music. It's been a passion of mine since I was a kid. Even back playing regular Nintendo, the Super Mario, I used to hum my own little, you know, make my own little words to the uh, to the theme song. And I don't know, it just it grew. And I've always I've always appreciated different genres of music. I never stuck to just like hip hop. It's been heavy metal growing up, you know, rock. I mean, I even listened to to like Bach and Beethoven and stuff. I go all over the map. But motherfucker has some class. Oh yeah, I, I love it all. Man. Never <laughs> keep yourself in a box, you know. I mean, music music's great. Like they say, it's a universal language. And uh, 
it's just, I don't know, I fell in love with it. You know, going through a lot of tough times in music, you find songs that are kind of relatable to your situation that it just helps you get through it. And I, you know, I, I just, I like to mess around with it. Started off freestyling, you know, doing it with you back in the day. And, uh, you sure. know, and it just got it to a point where it's like, you know, I want to actually like try to make something, something I can look back and be like, hey, you know, that's me. And also try to put a little purpose into it, too. I'm not trying to just be like the regular rappers out there with the same cliche kind of things. I mean, it's good. I'm not dissing it at all. I enjoy a lot of that music. But I, I want to have something that's got a little bit more of a purpose, trying to make a change, a little something that you don't really hear too much, you know, a little positivity in it, you know. That's always good. I, I feel like there's definitely a, always a room for any kind of positive message, man, that's not... What what would you say the the genre of your music is? You know, not to put you in a bubble, but I mean, is it classic jazz? Is it rock? Is it country? Is it? It's definitely more hip hop. I'm definitely like I'm placing bars down. I'm 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 rapping, but uh, gotcha. I mean, I I do sing into. I have a couple songs. There's actually one song. It's it's a freestyle. I, it was the first time really? I ever heard the beat. And uh, first time I ever heard the beat ever. I just pressed record and I just went right off the top. And that one's called That's "Get right. in My Ride." That's a fun one. Um, that one's not even any rapping at all. It's just, it's just me freestyle singing, um, in a kind of like, kind of reminds me of like an and Anderson pack kind of style, but like a mixed with other stuff. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I would say it's mostly hip hop, but I try to keep it genreless. You know, I want to try to eventually expand and maybe stop playing the guitar, piano and, and making other kinds of music too. I've even was fascinated with the idea of making music for like movies and stuff like that. People that make, you know, like John Williams mm. or, you know what I mean? Like, Dude, the, if you ever watch a movie, right, and it's almost it's almost crazy to real like if you're paying attention for it, so much of the movie is um what's the word I'm looking for? Like highlighted with music and sound effects. Oh, Sometimes yeah. I watch a movie and I'm like, damn, what if there was no music for the last six minutes of this movie? It'd be boring as fuck. Like it'd be weird. How would it the music like tells you how to feel, you know, should you feel tense right now? You know, should you feel happy? Is this a blissful moment? Is this, uh, you know, like you're about to jump? So I, I get what you're saying. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I listened to a couple of the tracks, and I, I think you probably hit the nail right on the head. It's not, you know, it, you're not coming out here gangster rapping, um, but yeah. it's definitely probably, I would say, more like that that new era style of kind of, um, you know, like hip-hop mixed with a little bit of, you know, pop, not Britney Spears-style pop, but, you know, yeah, like. I know you're saying like that pop. You know what I'm saying? A little light, now, yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with Britney. You know, I could fuck with Britney. No, yeah. <laughs> she was but looking good back in the day. Still does, dude. I haven't seen that in a while. Over <laughs> so anyways, uh, Drew had mentioned, um, you know, maybe bringing you on a couple of times because, and I wanted to get into this. It was interesting to me. that you had a really interesting view on um, income and, and people's income. And, you, and I, I don't want to misquote you, but no, from fine. my understanding, Drew basically said that you thought there should be a cap on how much people should make. And if that's not accurate, correct me. Um, in a black and white view, yes, but it's it's not that easy. And I understand that. So I'm not just saying, hey, you know, this is how much you can make and that's it. And the government should be allowed to say that because obviously we we know, you know, there's got to be a balance, hmm. with, you know, with the government and everything like that. Um, I don't know. I don't think, I don't know about a cap. I mean... I just look at it like I was on Google one time and I Googled the amount of money that exists in the world. And then I Googled the total of people in the world. You know what I mean? I divided it out. And according to Google's numbers, it would, everybody gets $10,000, 10,000 flat everywhere. But that's total 
liquid that's available right now that has nothing to do with that's you know, assets like, included assets. and stuff like oh, okay. that that was that was like i said their estimated number too they did acknowledge the fact that there's probably more money out there that's under the radar but um it's roughly around ten thousand dollars which even if it was 20 30 40 50 000, there's people that have billions and how many ten thousands goes into one million and then a hundred million then 500 million then a billion you know what i mean and i was right. thinking of this the other day and it was kind of like the mindset of remember when all this COVID 19 stuff started happening and people were hoard shopping they were hoarding you know people a lot of stuff a lot of people were upset with that well because the mindset is forget everybody else and what they need i'm gonna make sure that i'm good for the foreseeable future yeah but at the same time you could also say well you know he worked hard he's got the money they had the money to, to afford it they have the right to buy that stuff at kind I, of illegal, i'm not saying right? i agree with that yeah but I, it's I, the I get same the thing. It's the same thing with the money. If you if, don't look at the money like it's money, it's like the food in the grocery store. The world is mm. the grocery store. There's only so much food in the world. You know what I mean? There's only so much money in the world. And there's people that they, they figured it out. They know how to get there. You know what I mean? They, they granted that's good. I'm not saying they should take it away. They provide jobs, but I just feel like we, we know like to, to get to that next level, to get to that billionaire status, to take sacrifice, you have to sacrifice. You know what I mean? Right. And it gets to a point where it's tough to balance. Like I just feel like the people that it's the people that find it easier to sacrifice the people that don't really care about people. You know what I mean? If you don't care, if it's kind of like no, I wouldn't want to say a piece of shit because not a piece of shit, but somebody that's just like doesn't really think about the other person, it's easier for them to sacrifice and cut because all they care about is that dollar. So those people are very good at what they do and. I feel like I don't know the numbers, but I feel like if you were to take a pool, if there was a hundred people that were billionaires, ninety percent of them might be assholes that don't care, willing to sacrifice and cut because they had mm. what it takes to get to that point. You know what I mean? Right. They they along the lines they had to make some decisions that were not, um, you know, that that lacked a lot of sympathy. You know, they, yeah. they had to make decisions that were going to benefit the bottom dollar, and that's it. Yeah, I seen it in the bottom. I mean, I, I'm not saying I was in any like really important position, but I worked for medical manufacturing at one point and I was a team leader. I had people's jobs and you know, I, if someone wasn't up to par or whatever, it was my responsibility to fire them. And it's, it was, there's people I, I myself didn't want to and wouldn't have, but because I won't say the company, but you know, certain reasons, not enough money or whatever, we had to let people go that really didn't deserve to be let go. And it's like, I cared. And I could tell that certain individuals, the higher up, they don't care. And I get it. It's business, but, you know what I mean? It's like when you get to a certain level, especially when it gets personal. And in my idea, I wasn't really talking about like, as far as like the capping, if there was to be a cap, I mean, I really don't think it should be a cap, maybe like a, just a tax rate adjustment, adjust the chart a little bit more, create mm. a little cesspool for situations like this. If we had 40 years of the top uh, 2% earners, they took just their profit. Because we understand that there's an amount of money that has to be invested into the business. But if you're like, and Jeff, Be Jeff Bezos is good, but Jeff Bezos, for example, I don't know what his profit was. I remember you guys actually, I think it was your first episode with Drew, first to second one. Um, there was an estimate of oh, what shit, his profit watches. was. Yeah, I watch. Yeah, I he's a fan, dude. <laughs> um, it was, he, I think he was grossing somewhere around, I'll just throw 500000 a month in profit. Oh, I do remember talking about that. And that's a, a lot. It was that's an insane number. And it's like, and I'm not saying he doesn't, you know, like. He, but it was a lot more than that. It probably was. And yeah. it's like, it cuts to a point where it's like, how much is enough to live? You know what I mean? Like, I'm only talking about the profit. If you have that much, and if we were to take 2%, like I was saying about the COVID situation, 
you take a little bit, you just adjust the chart where it's like, hey, listen, you, you have a lot. Let's let's take a little bit of that, but make it for purposeful use, not just let it get donated into a charity that may not be trustworthy or not. You know what I mean? I'm not saying all mm. of them are. Obviously, we know this. Most of them are great, and uh, we highly appreciate their, their efforts out there, but there are some out there that just aren't good and people find the loopholes and find the ways. But if there was like a way to just scrape a little bit more off the top, put it in a cesspool and we could be a little more prepared for situations like this. It wouldn't be so hard to make the decision to say, Hey, we need to get some money to this, uh, the, the citizens that can't work because we're in a pandemic. Right. We would the have that there. little cesspool because the money would be there. Yeah. yeah I just feel they, like there could be a little bit more giving. It doesn't have to be so gimme, gimme. You definitely, they earned it. They provide jobs. That's great. But I just feel like there's gotta be something that can be done. There's gotta be something that's gotta be adjusted. There's, there's only so much out there, you know? Yeah. Almost to the tune of, you know, there really shouldn't be any issues where people are um, staying sick or people are dying or people are, you know, getting sick as a result of a lack of funds, because in the world, in the country specifically, there's more than enough money to go around. Yeah, like in Flint, Michigan, but they should have never gone that, so, that long without water. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. For an example. We just run the risk, I think, with, with that mindset. If we run the risk of, all right, you know, Dom, you're working your ass off. At what point, just because, you know, you're making good decisions and you have a good work ethic, does it become your responsibility to take care of other people? Well, I think once you get to a certain amount of money and none of these things, I, I feel like are decided and talked about at least publicly to my knowledge. But like, I really do think that once you, once you get to a certain amount of money, like I said, there's only so much in the world that the whole world has access to. If mm. you get to a certain point, it kind of, I, I feel like it kind of does become your responsibility. You know what I mean? Cause you have, you literally have the power to save lives or destroy lives in your head. So you're talking about more like um more like a moral obligation. Not really yeah. a legal responsibility, but not, you know, morally. Not legal. Not a, legal. If you're a good human being, your you know, your responsibility <laughs> to society is if you have the means to take care of somebody, then do it. Yeah. And when you think about it, most laws are really based off of morality. Moral. You know okay. what I, mean? I feel like laws were developed because of morals. I mean, the first the Ten Commandments is all it's the basics, you know what I mean? Don't kill, mm. don't steal, you know, respect your parents, don't cheat. That's that's all good moral stuff. What I, would you say if you said that, you know, for example, like you said Jeff Bezos. So what would you say to somebody who said he employs more people than 95% of other businesses, if not the most people in the country? So is that – giving that many people um, access to, like, a – a way to live like is that not doing your part in a way it is but it's a give and a take if he wants you know but isn't that the give it, it like i said it, it definitely is he is providing the people but at the same time he needs those people just as much as they need him for the job if he didn't Good have point. all those hundreds of thousands of people to be working for him he wouldn't be able to generate as much revenue he wouldn't be able to have hundreds of facilities and drivers all around the country and stuff. You know what I mean? Like they, mm. we need, everybody needs each other equally as a give it a take. Definitely. You know what I was, uh, I was doing some research and uh, I saw a very, it's like a very conservative um, approach to this, but like, imagine if you gave, if you privatized the post office and then you put Amazon 
Oh, I think Take we lost you, Drew. I had a little Me? bit of a glitch. Yeah, there. yeah, you had you had a hiccup there. You got to pay Me? that internet bill. But go back to that. Yeah. You said, well, wait, where I <laughs> where I go out? Yeah. <laughs> you said take the uh, you have the postal service and you right. privatize it and then you kind of cut out before you put Amazon and Jeff Bezos in charge of it, right? So you already have this system that's laid out. I feel like you need that type of money um, and that type of uh, structure or uh, infrastructure to convert that or take that post office to the next level so i feel like that could really be amazon's uh gift to society mm. is like that next level post office where we can literally get drone stuff dropped to our front door like instantly well you have to i think you have to look at two uh or not even two, <coughs> a couple of major factors there which is um ups and fedex you know you're you're paying for that service right They're generating a huge profit so now say you're, you know, um, Lucy Johnson, you know, you're 80 years old, you're on a fixed income, but you send your bills in every month, you write, you might write a check, you mm -hmm. know, a piece of paper is going to cost you what a dollar to send a check, you know, what's a stamp cost a dollar yeah. in, in the United States Postal Service is going to take that and get it delivered for you. Now mm -hmm. with the FedEx or the UPS model, how much would it cost to send that package? Right now, I'm not even no, saying three or four bucks get away from that structure but i'm just saying you could privatize it and and have amazon in charge of it because they are they're part of the reason why they're failing why the post office doesn't have the same income that they've had in the past they're because in people are not because they're in competition because a lot of their work and their resources and man hours go to delivering amazon packages and people aren't shipping packages through them they're going through like he said uh fedex and ups so they got they got all this work that they're doing because it's a technically a service that's provided, but they're not seeing the income. Jeff Bezos is. Well, I'm sure that if the if the UPS has to deliver a package for an Amazon sale, that the UPS is being paid for that, no? Or the USPS, I should say. I mean, they're not just doing it for free. They're not doing it for free, but like for example, it's not really about the money. It's about the Ooh. the hours that are uh, allocated to it because these they don't have the man hours. They're not they don't have the money to have the amount of people to do it. So like mm. you ever see like in like November, December, sometimes your packages can get backed up for like five, six days because mm. the whole system is clogged. So I'm just saying that a better like there's a way to make that delivery system even more efficient as the as we go into the future like it hasn't changed in 50 years you know we need to make that next thing and i feel like instead of like having amazon make all this money while the while the post office loses money it put them in charge of it and then we get a better system that's not run by the government and then jeff bezos can feel like he's doing his part for society you know true but i i feel like instead of sitting on cia uh and Pentagon meetings. Really? Don't want to talk about that? that. I definitely yeah. want to talk about. No, yo, look it up, man. Where's Ant, man? Wait, Throw that no, up. We don't have him here. <laughs> I know. Tell me. Pentagon meetings. Yeah. So Jeff Bezos is on a board of directors at the Pentagon. Hold on, I'm pulling it up. Jeff Bezos, Pentagon. Yeah, he's got a contract with the Pentagon. Um, ten billion. It says it's for a some type of cloud contract, Jedi cloud contract. 
I don't know, but Amazons are in like 79% of the houses. So most of them have echoes, so they can hear a lot of the people. Wow. But yeah, that, I mean, that's just speculation. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily speculation, but it should be no surprise, you know, that, that these giant corporations, man, with all the money have so much leverage when it comes to government and governmental right. policies. It's, it's pretty fucked up. I actually read a, a funny meme, man. I wish I don't want to botch the wording, but it said something along the lines of it. You know, if um, Amazon keeps slowing down, they're going to have to lay off some members of Congress. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, no, I, it's so true. It's yeah. crazy, man, how um, politics is so controlled by money. And it's just, we all know it. We just accept it. Like, nobody is well, like voting no. for a I don't think it's that we accept it. It's just people I, don't really know how, what, what to, to do. do. What can we do? All right. You know, I, I, I'm glad that you said that, Dom, because, Drew, it almost, um, you know, it, it irks me a little when people say that, oh, we just accept it. You know, I hear, I see a lot of people talking about, oh, everybody wants to just be a sheep and let the government. What the fuck yeah. are you going to do? What unless, the fuck are we gonna going to do? I agree. I agree. On the podium, but we know. You're, we, apart we, you're apart right. You are right and I am right. Like, so what no, no, no. I am right and you are wrong. What do you want to do? What do you mean? You, you're saying you accept you're it. Right. You're right. We, what are Don't we tell me do? I'm right. I'm ready to argue. Uh, you are right. You <laughs> are right. I'm telling you you're right. What are we going to do? But we do know. But we do know. We know it's out there, yeah, and it's almost, dude, it's it's such a, a slap in the face because it's so blatant now. It's so blatant now. I mean, can you tell me, for example, I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat or if you voted Trump, if you wanted Yang, but let me ask you, Dom, I don't know you from a hole in the wall. If you take 100 of your friends, how many of them, you know, a month ago, two months ago said, Joe Biden is my guy? Quite a few of them. Right? Really, a few? See, I would say really? it's, like, it's like none. I don't know anybody that supports Biden. Well, I don't. I have a very small circle, and most of them it's are. Like I don't even know hundred Democrat. But like, wouldn't they want Bernie on, or something? That's what I'm saying. They weren't Bernie. They weren't Yang. They weren't Elizabeth. They were Biden of everybody. I think it's strictly because they these people in particular, um, they love Obama. You know what I mean? So they they see Biden, they think Obama. I feel that ties. That ties I think together. the opposite of that's weird. I think the opposite of Obama. I I do too, especially now. I mean, especially from what I've seen from Biden recently, man. I'm I really don't really get into the politics too too much. Uh, I try not to. I I find it too tough for me to even develop what I feel is like an honest opinion. I really yeah. think about it, and I'm like, I really don't know. I don't know who to trust, who to believe with everything. It's it's wild. And it's tough to even speak about because people don't know how to have a casual debate, a conversation about it for the most part. Not everybody. But a lot, of people, a lot of emotion tied up in it. I, I try. I'll try yeah. to speak my opinion. And I always end up getting attacked. And I always I'll, I mean, I never say that you're right. I agree with you. But I will say I, I refuse. I'll, I refuse to go on about it. You have to be able to agree to disagree. That's, like for so example, that's, that's me and Dom have oh. had that conversation about not being. I like. I wanted to let him get it out, but I totally disagree <laughs> with him. So, but yeah. we've had it so many times, and we just know as buddies we got to agree to disagree. But I feel like we need more of that in the world, you know. Well, well hold on, because I think that there comes a a point where you can't just agree to disagree. And what I mean by that is, for the for the most part, usually that's the play. Hey, we just don't see eye to eye on this, but. There are some some uh you know issues, man, where it really it's it's a really deep 
embedded um like a moral thing or it really dictates like character for example at one point mm-hmm. think about you know 100 years ago right where you know people from the north and people from the south slavery and whether or not it was okay isn't something that you could just let's agree Agreed. to disagree yeah i you was know what i mean yeah that. that's true no you're, you're right about that but that's I, but yeah there are those things but for like that what we were talking about it was it was definitely that but i could see how like some of these things but but think about it for a second. let me let me let me let me um could you give me like off. one for this time like in this well, decade the thing, the thing is is it's it's only you know it doesn't seem big right now because there's still a you know a very big um separation between it i'm sure a hundred years ago if you were having this conversation about slavery just like if you have it now about abortion a lot of people can just say, well, agree to disagree, but some people really believe it in their bones that it's wrong. And I, I, I can understand how they can just not agree with something, you know? I they don't can, think they can lose a compare friendship over relationship. Yeah. I don't think you can compare abortion to slavery because slavery is obviously just morally, fundamentally wrong. But I think everybody with abortion, who no matter what side you're defending, I think you're actually coming from a place to love. So I feel like when you're de- you're de- either defending the mother, or you're defending the child. But either way, you're coming from love. Whereas slavery, Man, come on, that's a human being. You know what I mean? Like that's ridiculous. Like, yeah, could you imagine someone trying to get, can, like be pro-slavery in 2020? Like that's just ridiculous. You would just laugh at him and walk away. Like it's not even oh, you, real. Trust me, you know people like that. You might not realize it, but I mean, our entire prison institution is a form of slavery, dude. And it, you know, you to, to say that it's not is is a slap in the face. You know, like no, no, they you're, really do I, force I, I, these people right. to to work without getting paid for it as a form of punishment. And you know, there's a lot of institutions, a lot of corporations that are very, very pro prison. Um, you know, up until pretty recently, I'm probably just regurgitating some bullshit that I heard on Joe Rogan's podcast. Right. But there's like these unions that were like prison guard unions and. Um, you know, police unions were very much against weed being legalized because so much of their job security is based mm-hmm. on being able to arrest people for like weed related offenses. Such a right. drug, it's all over oh, the country. Yeah. What, which is the I'm smoking it right now. About that. <laughs> the, the scary thing about that is that there are people out there that would say, I want to continue to lock human beings in cages. Just to make sure I know I have a paycheck for smoking a plant, you know, some shit that can just grow. You know what I mean? Like without any, um, you know, assistance from fucking people, like it can just grow by itself. Now, the good stuff, I'm sure you need to help and make sure it grows well. But, you know, right. so that, that yeah. to me was always it, it's scary that that's the mindset of people. Like I want to lock a human in a cage just to make sure that I have job security. You know, there's a good documentary on uh, Netflix. I haven't seen it yet. I, I'm, I think it's called The Thirteenth. Yeah, but it, it you seen it? Yeah. It doesn't it talk about how like the Thirteenth Amendment got rid of slavery, but actually really got kept it slavery. with the with the prison systems. It actually kept it right. secretly. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's just um, what's the word? It's like a uh, it's just a loophole. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like you you. Think about it. You catch somebody with weed on them, you sentence them to six years in prison. Now it's just slave labor. You know, like I honestly, I don't think anybody should be in jail unless they're a threat to society. Like, I don't think a drug offense, even if you're, I mean, unless you're like killing people like kingpin shit, yeah. But if you're just selling 
Well, that's not a drug offense. You know, that's something totally different. I guess you're right. I guess you're are right. You, are you are you saying like a like a victimless, you know, like victimless crime? Yeah. crime? Yeah, yeah. Like if you got caught, like if I was like caught selling you like a fucking eighth of weed like 15 years ago, you know what I mean? Like mm. if uh, something like that, like, you shouldn't go to jail for that. You shouldn't yeah, go to jail for even having a pound. What do you feel about the, What do you feel about the hardcore drugs? I, like if you were selling like heroin or something like bro that. you know me dude i don't think the government should tell you to do what you can do in the privacy of your own home Wait, bro Frank, let me ask you a point blank question you think heroin should be legal honestly i'm gonna say no but i have my own personal i never did it myself i got a long list of family it is legal it is about. legal what are you talking about it is legal they prescribe it in pill form okay so i i, I see where you're going with this drew and I actually, uh, surprisingly, based on my tone in the line of questioning, I agree with you wholeheartedly. wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think using any drugs recreationally should be against the law, for the for the same reason that um, I don't think that the government should be able to stop me from drinking this alcohol if I want to drink it. Definitely. Exactly. At the end of the that, day, but that's consumption. What about selling though? That was my question. Like, what if like. Because well, you have the potential to kill somebody. Yeah, but selling this alcohol. Man, we illegal. had this conversation on a. On you know what I mean? So it, it 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 should be regulated along with everything else. You know, like I can't sell this booze to anybody. Right. I can't even cook food and sell it to somebody. That's illegal. So I'm cool with having regulations, and you know, the government needs to make their tax money. It is what it is. We're not going to stop that from happening. There's an exchange of something and an exchange of money. It should be, you know, however they want to make that happen. But I don't think that. There should ever be a time where if I'm a, you know, a human being, if I want to poison myself, if I want to drink Clorox, yeah. you shouldn't be able to come arrest me for that. I agree for with sure. If you're you might cure yourself, yourself of coronavirus. <laughs> now, I, now I have to fucking send a message. Please don't drink Lysol. <laughs> we have to we have to do like a like an announcement after the show. Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disclaimer. Don't drink bleach. Disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the um. Like you'd watch like the Power Rangers episode, and at the end, it would get all serious and be like, "Do you know somebody that's struggling with marijuana use?" <laughs> remember that program? Remember that program? Dare? Yo, yeah, just, dude. I love the memes actually because it's true. That it made it seem like you were gonna go through school and life, and people were always gonna be trying to give you drugs, and you're like, what "Is it? Where the fuck yeah, is right? it? Like, damn, it's so hard Friday to find you your dry. You're like, what is it?" You think they yeah, still teach about weed in there? Bro, near my home, near my home, I wish I had a picture of it, dude. There is a giant billboard in 2020, bro, that is like an anti-marijuana billboard. You know what's I, crazy? I would, dude, it's the funniest thing. Right, they that, just wow. put a billboard at my, right by my house, and it says, marijuana, this exit. How crazy is that? It's like 20 miles away from the each opposite. other. That's marijuana <laughs> here. Call this yeah. number. Call now. Rec- <laughs> medical and recreational, 21 plus. It's I'm crazy. Thinking. It's still a little surreal to me, even. I mean, yeah. I remember I've been alive. When I was turned 18, I got arrested. As soon as I turned 18, I got arrested for some Brooklyn Brown. I had yeah. like I, I had like an ounce of it. And uh yo, that was wait. I thought you were not 17 when that happened. No, I wow. just I was I think I was 18 for like three that weeks. Sucks. It was right yeah, around no. when Michael Jackson died. That's um yeah that's definitely wild man because thank you um but yeah man you know it, it's it's crazy and it's beautiful to see that where we are with it you know like that the fact that 
Because we knew it was fucked that weed was legal. Like, it's it's bullshit. It's been bullshit for a long time. But, you know, and I don't know if it... It gives me hope that there is a chance to turn this, like, corruption and bullshit around. You know, because why did why did they legalize it? They didn't just decide, hey, let's make it happen. You know, constant, constant pressure and more people learning and understanding about it said, all right, you know, the, the gig is up. We know it's not that bad for us. Why the fuck can't we smoke it? Marijuana is proof that if we believe in something, we will get it through the American system if we all consciously believe in That's it. That's true. The problem is, is people out in Alabama don't yet, but that's going to take time. Yo, do you think that they don't believe it, or do you think they're just so stubborn, stuck in their ways that any change is a problem? There are some people. Because Ooh, that's a good be, question. That's a good I, question. I, I don't think I know anybody personally that is still like so closed-minded enough to think that like marijuana is a terrible thing for you. Oh, they exist, bro. A lot of older people. I knew this old but Spanish again, bro, she was like 50 years I'm related old. to him, bro. All, she was against it. She looked at that yeah. like it was anything else. And there's not a lot of them. It's very it's it's a lot rarer to see now. But I feel like it's mostly like the older generation, I feel. Yeah. Boomers. Okay, boomer. <laughs> Yo, so I feel, we were just going we were just going somewhere interesting with this and I wanted to kind of redirect and i completely we were talking so we were talking about the prisons man nah before that before that we were talking about the money oh trust me it's a lost cause don't try fishing for where i was gonna go i don't know (laughs) yeah yeah that's it'll come up in an hour i'll be like hey you just reminded me baby (laughs) i do that all the time yeah so that's cool so drew um You've been slanging masks, dude. Oh, that's where I wanted to go. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, we're, we're, we went grocery shopping the other day, right? And this, this COVID shit is really obviously, you know, it's affected everybody. But the way it affected us mainly is, um, I'm adhering to these guidelines and these, um, you know, the the advice of the governor and shit a lot. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I believe in this COVID thing. I'm not. And I'm I'm not usually one to just go with the government, you know. I I wouldn't consider myself a conspiracy theorist, but I'll intake some information from Facebook. I'll fuck with a little Alex Jones, you know. I, I just like getting a lot of information and forming an opinion, forming an opinion. Um, but something about this this COVID shit didn't strike me as hey, they're trying to pull a fast one on us, um, you know. So I'm I'm fully bought into you know protecting my family, self quarantining and um, social distancing. So. I haven't stepped foot in a grocery store or anything since it started. You know, my girl's been, she's been handling it. Um, but, you know, we're pretty particular about how we get it done. We try to go on, you know, slow times. Only she goes in, you know, I stay in the car with the kids. And it hit me kind of hard yesterday or the day before, man. You know, I'm in the parking lot and I'm just looking around, dude. Like, this is the United States, you know, the, the fucking United yeah. States. And I see everybody with a mask on. And I, like, I, it's not uncommon for me. I know what a mask looks like. I know people wear them. We've for years, we've been seeing pictures of people in fucking China and shit with masks on. And it was just like, damn, that's what they do. Every time somebody gets sick, they just have to wear masks all the time. Uh, we actually joked about it on our last podcast or a few podcasts ago with Freddie. Remember we were talking about the fucking masks, you know, for fashion statements. Cause they're wearing Yo, so now, clear. now we can't wait for the Nike one to come out. Oh, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, they have bro. Nike, uh, Gucci, they have like all the brands. But, yeah. I sit there and I'm sitting there and I'm like, dude, my whole life, man, I've always had this and I'm learning more and more that we're not safe, bro. Like we, we've been a, 
living in America is a, a fucking blessing. You know, we are so lucky to have been born here because we could have just we we didn't do anything. We didn't earn this. You know, like you, Dominic, you were just born here. Drew, you you didn't do shit. Yep. You know, I didn't do shit. I could have just as easily been born in Uganda and you know, or yeah. somewhere in the fucking rainforest and been chopping down banana trees just to get a you know piece of food every day. Yeah. And I've always like um thought about those issues as just like, oh, that's over there in China, you know, that's over there in Asia. You know, that's an African problem. Ebola, that's we're not gonna worry about that. So looking around, dude, at this parking lot and seeing all these Americans with masks on, like I, it was like a wake up. It always hits harder when it hits well. This is our yeah. way of life now. Like we're not safe from this, man. You know, like we're we're humans and we're vulnerable, just like everybody else, regardless of how you know how disconnected we can be from it. Sometimes, you know, because with social media, it's always been a you know whatever you might share something on Facebook or look at it and be like, damn, that's crazy, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, now it's here. It. It's like this is real. You know, like we, this is really real shit, dude. And sometimes it scares me, and then I feel like I'm I'm torn between this. Hey, this is really scary to me. I don't want to deal, you know, like, I don't want to, anybody I know to catch this. I don't want to catch it. I just want it to go away. And I'm going to do whatever they tell me to do to stop the spread of it. Yeah. And sometimes the other half of me is like, we're going fucking crazy here, man. Like, when do we, when do, where do we draw the line and say, okay, I'm still a human? You and know, like, it, it's tough because it's, it's, it's all brand new. So nobody really has any answers. Like, we're building the data. Like, everything else, for the most part, we've already had pre-existing data everybody else went through the trials they already had it we're building it now so we have no clue what this virus does and it's tough because we have all these conspiracy theorists and these theories and some some of it makes sense and it's uh, like like you said i don't believe that this was started on purpose but i do highly believe that there is a high possibility there are people out there that seen and said "Ooh, this is a, go- a good opportunity we can, we can to capitalize X, on this yeah mm. And uh, what whatever that is, I don't know in particular. I, let but. me give you a straight up example right now. You know, like a like a dipshit American. First thing I think of, everybody's buying bread, everybody's buying water. All right, cool. Everybody's hoarding shit. I gotta go to the gun store. You know what I mean? Like this, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's funny because when I told somebody that I work with that, he's like, "What do you mean? You went to, for what? You gonna f- shoot the virus?" I'm like, "I don't know, bro. I just felt like shit's getting crazy. I want to know that the fam is safe. You know what I mean?" And I went to the store one day, and the law in Rhode Island is that you go to the store, pick out your gun, you you know do your paperwork, and then they have seven days to return a background check, and then you pick up your gun. Seven days. That's the law. You know, like they have to get that completed within seven days. If not, you go pick up your gun. So I go on day one, and I go and I purchase it, I pay for it, I do my paperwork, they submit the background check. Now two days later, because of this whole COVID nineteen situation. Our governor signs a bill or whatever it's called. You know, I'm not sure of the terminology, the verbiage, but she does something to make that seven day deadline extended to 30 days. You know, so and, and we're in a blue state, so it's kind of a gun, uh, an anti gun state anyways, yeah. for the most part. So that goes into what you were saying is I feel like she saw an opportunity and capitalized on it because the only thing that does is make make people less motivated to go and purchase firearms. You know, like, how does that how does that benefit everybody? You putting that law on somebody, you know, like changing yeah. that law. 
It's got and nothing it was to like, do with COVID. And it was that like scares me in. more than like COVID. Snuck into something. It was like a backdoor. You know how they write these bills and these what they like backdoors yeah. and sneak. It's just like there. a contract or whatever, like a city yeah. contract that they put. Got to read in. all five hundred pages, but one paragraph on page three hundred eighty-seven says, "Oh, and by the way, we're banning all the guns." Two sentences about it. That's how it usually. That's works. my biggest fear, though not not the virus, but I f- <clears throat> I'm, I fear about the government overreach that we're going to see because of this. People they love to take things away when we're afraid. Power holders love power. Once you go. get a taste of it, most not not everybody. I always say not everybody because not black and white, but most people that get a taste of that power usually want more. You know, they they like to see they like what they mm. can do with what they have. So what else can I do if I can get more? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something that that itch never goes away, man. Never. It's it's the battle of good and evil, man. That's you guys. Uh, so with this lockdown, I mean, you guys are still working. Obviously, you're going to work every day, or not every uh, day, but you're still going to your job, your place of business. No, unfortunately, because uh, we're a, a pickup pickup shop, and you know, I oh, I, don't say the name of where you work, by the way. No, no, of course, I wasn't able. To- <laughs> no, 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 you can say the name. You can say the name. Really? Drew told yeah. me that day one he couldn't say. It. You're like day one, I can't. No, say No, dude, work. he don't work. At, he don't work there. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, bad, actually, yeah. No, it's all right. I actually work for a uh, small business <laughs> called Alley Cat Jewels. <laughs> He's I'll like, you know, I was trying we'll, to get us. We'll put, oh, we gotta put the link. Drew is like, definitely say where you work. Definitely. <laughs> that's yes, your that's your yes. wife's company, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Say it, say it, please say it. <laughs> For the love of God, promote that shit. My bad. Yeah, I no, thought you. Yeah. Were, I thought you did. You know, you were at the pot shop with uh, Drew. We've been uh, slinging masks. So that's a uh, you. You know what though? Shout. Does your does your wife own that business or? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's man. all hers. She built that from the Dude, ground up. Hey, yo, man, I, you haven't met her, man, but she is like the hardest working person you think. I've ever met. Oh my god, dude! I swear to God, <laughs> it's crazy. That's actually um that dude. That's the kind of shit that I like to see is that small business owners that were really really affected by this, um, mm-hmm. you know, just like adapting and saying, "Well, fuck it, we'll do this instead." Then, you know, and, you've and it's keep not that money moving in. And it's not just her too. It's it's other local crafters that are out of work that are making the masks, you know. So the whole thing trickles down. Everybody, it's just yeah. A, it's just One of a the really barbers great, at yeah. my barbershop is uh, you know, he's making masks and shit now. So your so your wife company is jewelry company, right? Yeah. Drew, why does it say your name and not a picture of you anymore? Whoa! What the fuck? Did you just try to do something just else like, on the iPod? No, I was just like, over here, tech, switch we're trying grid. to have a podcast. You're fucking texting. No, dude, <laughs> I was trying to switch the grid and it um, I saw a pop down. I clicked on it. Hey, are, are you watching the stream on Facebook or no? Me? I I have the comments up. Not it's oh, paused. Because you, you haven't noticed, but I've been every time like you're talking or Dom's talking or I'm talking. I'm kind of doing like the full screen on just whoever's talking. Oh, so no. Basically, no, do, basically do an ant's job. So I want I wanted to get a feel <laughs> for it. So because now I'm going to hit up and be like, yo, you want to. Drop in and do this. I didn't want to offer it to him because I'm gonna have to pay him for it. Uh, by um, I mean we. Um, but yeah, I wanted to see right. what was into it before I said, "Hey, let me give you a price on this." Uh, but anywho, yo, so so your girl has a jewelry company. Yeah. But obviously, dude, I'm sweating my balls off. Since um, you know, this whole COVID shit, she people aren't really going out of the way to buy jewelry, right? And well, can she, not can she even not only that. Up? She can't. Yeah, she sets up at colleges, fairs. There's no fairs happening. Uh, so 
we had to, you know, really scramble. She had to, she was scrambling trying to figure out what the move was, and you know, good thing she didn't listen to me. I I didn't know it was going to take off. I was a non-believer for a while. I was like, uh, you know, this shit's going to be gone by May, and here we are. Gotcha. So now, is she? Are you guys making like cloth masks and selling them, or are you just reselling, you know, like the 3M masks that are hard to get a hold of? We have uh, the disposable ones, but we also have handmade ones that are made from local crafters that we're picking up that they're making for us to sell to people. All around the Bristol County area. That's cool. So let me ask you, if I wanted $50 worth of masks, could we just swap and I send you your sweater and you send me the mask? <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. How, much, how many masks would I get for 50 bucks? We'll talk off air. I'll hook it up. All right, cool. Yeah, good point. Everybody be calling you for that same price. Yeah, hey, right? Hey, dude, dude, can I send you a sweater also? <laughs> All these fucking Hollister sweaters. Yeah, right? <laughs> so have you guys – Um. all right, so yeah, so so Dom, you've um obviously – you're and you worked with her doing the jewelry shit? Yeah, yep. You know, forgive my – um. I didn't articulate that very well, but your, no your craftsmanship in jewelry selling – so you obviously you're you're spending more time at home, Drew. I know you are too. Just naturally, you guys pick up any new hobbies, man, and you know pick up any old hobbies. Music, man. Been working on that music. Bro, that's, that's probably a beautiful thing. You're like, fuck it, I got all the time now to make some music. Yeah. Warzone too, though. Actually, these are my gaming headphones <laughs> I'm using right now. I've been playing Warzone. Dude, man. Warzone is killer, <laughs> man. Yo, Bro, you want to? I'm actually sitting in my fucking gaming station to do all this right now. <laughs> my bad. Tell me yeah. now. Yo, Josh, you got to get on some war zones. We got to do a bonus stream after the fact, all three of us on war zone. I was going to say, I thought you I, I heard something about that. I'm down. I'm to play. To... I don't know if I'm down to stream for a couple of reasons. One, I'm not that good. Two. That's okay. That's okay. Two, streaming. Um, streaming puts a lot of strain on the fucking PC. I don't know how it can handle it. I think it could. It's kind of, it's like, a... you won't be streaming. I will be the one streaming. Listen, if I'm going to play the game and sit through, like, spending time with you, I'm going to be streaming and get my views up, bro. I need, I need, I, unless, unless you're going to pay me to share, play with you. I'm going to share it on the J2 site. That's not allowed. We'll talk. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's unauthorized more, content. That's unauthorized more discussion. Content. More discussion is needed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I did, you know, like, and I don't know, man. You know, at first it was just like, hey, whatever, bro. You get to just chill. I've always worked from home, Dominic. Drew knew this. I don't know if you knew that. Um, well, mainly, I worked like 80% from home. Now, probably 50-50. Before this all went down, 50% home, 50% the office. Um, so it wasn't like a crazy shock factor to me to just start working from home. You know, I'm like, whatever. I do this half the time, maybe a little more anyways. No biggie. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be all fucking daisies and rainbows at first. Like, this is great. I'm chilling. You know, I don't have to commute. But that cabin fever, you know, it starts to set in, man. You start trying to figure out shit to occupy your time and uh, stay sane, man. So I, I picked up, I'm like, fuck it. I don't, I'm not a musician, but guitars are dope. Picked up a guitar been learning how to play that. Um, but a couple of days ago, something I really wanted to do. My son is big into Fortnite. Um, you know, and I play a lot of Fortnite too. We just, we play a lot of video games. We have more time to do it now. And a few weeks That's ago cool. I bought, um, I've always played on Xbox, but I bought a PC to play. Yep. It's just, you know, like it's pimp. He likes it. He's like, damn, that's awesome but I'm also not going to spend a few grand on a computer for him. 
Yeah. But I was like, you know, it'd be cool. Like, let's build one. You know, I've never built one. It's something for us. My cousin to- just did that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, I grabbed all the shit for him. You know, him and I spent more time than I want to fucking admit. But we <laughs> ended up doing it, bro. Now he's got a pimp fucking, you know, dope ass computer set up in his bedroom, That's all cool. the lights on and that shit, and he's chilling. I he's seen dope. that on Snapchat. That shit looks dope, man. Yeah, right. It came out sick, man. And I didn't. How much percentage wise do you save doing that? Like, if you put the time in to build it, like comparatively to build, oh. buying like the same the same quality one already built. Not as much as it used to be, probably because I feel like it's, excuse me, it's easier to learn with the support of YouTube and social media. Mm-hmm. It's easier to learn how to build one on your own. Um, it, it's still a little bit of legwork. I, Maybe like twenty five percent, you know. For example, if, if mm-hmm. let's say his PC cost me eight hundred, actually probably, yeah. probably close to fifty percent. Especially if you're willing to, if you're really willing to hunt for the components and get an aggressive deal, um, because we're we're probably into his his for about eight and change, and I'm confident we could sell it for like you know thirteen hundred or so. Okay, that's what's up. So so it could be worth it. You know, a, a lot of it depends on you know. Like what components? And, you get and, and, and honestly, you man, get. yours, like, man, you, we gotta get a picture of it on to share. But like that thing is sick. It's got like some cool like lights and stuff. Let's see. I don't know how you know fucking how the technology is gonna work on this. My on cousin this actually went to um, he went to some festival recently. It was right right when the COVID stuff was starting, but it was uh one of those Comic Con things or whatever. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's pretty sick. I don't know if you. I love the lights it. like that. Yeah, I love the. That's nice. Change his colors into yeah. It's like my colors. Yeah, we, we hooked him up, man. He's uh he, he's a good boy. It was hard work. It was worth it. But the the problem is is it's like it's a hobby that I I didn't know that I had. You know, like it's a a passion that I wasn't aware that was there because as soon as I finished, like we were so excited, we hooked it up. We you know we had to troubleshoot shoot some things. It didn't work the way it was supposed to. You know, yeah, really that, now I was really time. like, yeah, exactly. And now I'm like, all right, so I got to go and figure this shit out. You know, the, the like it's it's midnight now. You know, I don't have anybody that I can check. You know, like it, it's too much of a specific problem to, you know, just Google it. And then first video is going to help. You know, so it's a lot of trial and error, a lot of like checking connections, disconnecting, reconnecting. But Even looking at work, man. Yeah. When we got it to work, it was. But immediately after, all I can think about is like, damn, I want to do it again. You know, so like I told him, I'm like, bro, go tell all your 10 year old friends you got a sick new piece. <laughs> tell, tell their parents to call me if they want one for their kid. But um, yeah, right. Like That's I'm hilarious. Even right now, dude. Like I'll just do. Like if if you gave me, if you said you wanted one and had all the components, I would build it just because I'm I'm enjoying it. And I'm trying to keep learning it. You know, and if one day like I can make a little extra side hustle out of it, whatever. But it's like fun. I, it's like one of my boys is. I thought he was weird as fuck. He does. He buys puzzles. He does a shit ton of puzzles every day. He's like, bro, look at this puzzle. I'm like. Dude, I give two fucks about your puzzle. It looks <laughs> stupid. It's boring. Like, I would want to sit there for four hours. But yeah. I bet that's how people look at, you know, like building a PC. They're like, I would never want to do that. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. It's definitely fun. I mean, I, did, I never did it myself. I see my cousin kind of doing the finishing touches and like a lot of the troubleshooting. And uh, it's definitely, it's tough. You got to do, you got to do a lot of research and sometimes little problems, like you said, that you won't find the answer right away. You got to look at people's reviews and, you know, and mm-hmm. they'll kind of give their tips and stuff. But my oh, cousin no. recently went to, uh, he went to some festival or whatever that had like a lineup of all custom built computers, people showing them off like cars. Mm-hmm. And it was one that was really nice. It was, uh, it was Kobe and Gianna. 
It was lit up, all beautiful, Whoa, purple, oh, purple and dope. yellow. It was, it was nice, man. It was cool to see. That is pretty that's sick. so sick, yeah. That is, man. And, yeah, it's like, whether it's, you know, like, it's cool or not, to me, the, the biggest value I got out of it is something to keep my fucking brain and my sanity occupied. You know, right. keep my sanity intact, man, because I I see a lot of people, and I try, I try not to judge them, but I got a lot of friends, and... A month ago, I would judge the shit out of them because I'd see them still going out, still having people over, you know, having little parties, little get togethers. And I feel like, damn, I'm I'm sacrificing a lot of my personal enjoyment because I'm trying to do the right thing and, and stop the spread of this shit. You know what I mean? Like it's right. hurting and it's killing a lot of people. But now a month later, like I'm I'm starting to feel like, damn, like this is getting it's getting weird. You know, like I'm getting a little too comfortable you know, maybe going out a little more than I would have, you know, maybe before it's like, all right, a month ago, grocery store, get our needs back in the house. Don't say hi to the neighbors. Don't do anything where now it's like, Hey baby, do you want a coffee? You know, do you guys want to grab ice cream while we're out, you know, hit a drive through. Like, I feel like we're mm-hmm. slowly getting more comfortable in my, my friends that I see that I used to judge. I'm trying not to judge anymore because it's really easy for me to be comfortable and sane at home because I, you know, I have, I have my girl, I have two kids. I'm not lonely here. I can't imagine, you know, just being like, damn, you know, there's nobody in my house. I live alone. Like, I'd be like, fuck, I need to get out. I need to see some people. You know, yeah. you need some human interaction. You need it. You yeah. absolutely need it. I actually, it's interesting. If you ever seen the Twilight Zone, I believe, uh, correct me Oof. if I'm wrong. Uh, way the, back. Way back. That old school. I, told you, I like the old school stuff. Mm. The pilot episode is actually, it's about a man. He's he's not he's in the world. He's he's all by himself. He's walking around. He's it looks like New York City kind of. And he's going through like the classic, the clothing shops, and he's he starts talking to mannequins, right? And you're thinking, like, you don't really know what's going on in the world. He's just by himself. But long story short, at the end of the show, it was a it was a military project. They took this guy, they put him in in like Wait, a, whoa, whoa, hold on a second. So now I shouldn't bother just watching the show, right? Why? Just said at the end it's a military project the end of the twilight zone no no not no, the end of the whole thing show is different. oh just that each episode okay 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 each show each yeah. show it's the pilot episode that's why it's it's only <laughs> they have so many of them it's like you yeah, just okay. told me hey that show lost yeah they're all dead i think there's <laughs> like i would never do that episode. i have people that do that to me while i'm watching oh, the movie no. i'll watch three quarters they're watching it with me then they'll ruin the end right before it's like come on like those people they got a, a special place in hell but um, yeah, I mean, just to, just to close this out real quick, the the end of the story, actually, that the pilot episode, the guy, it was a military project. They were testing out like a new spaceship or whatever. They wanted to go farther in space, so they made it light so only one person could fit into it. But they wanted to do a test run to see how long the human mind could be by themselves. Mm-hmm. And so this guy sat in this pod, and I think it was like over a duration of maybe like three months. And what happened was his his conscience, his mental, just it just collapsed, and he developed this false world where he was on the planet by himself, and he didn't know the whole time he was sitting in that little pod, and he just slowly oh, just forgot about that. It's wild. Also, wow, Twilight that that sounds like some shit that I'd be interested in watching, man. It's a good show, I, um, man. It's, it's old, it's black and white, but it's good. Wait, the Twilight Zone is black and white. It's that old? I believe so. Yeah, Bro, they just gonna... re-released it. Dude, you, I feel like shit now because you were just talking about that show. And in my head, I'm thinking like, oh, I know what he's talking about. The actor there, I can picture it. And in my head, I'm thinking about the fucking X-Files. <laughs> That's <a good laughs> That's That's I'm like, wait, you're talking about way back, dude. That's funny. 
Uh, yo, the X Files. Um, I didn't really. I remember it as a kid. You know, just watching it. I remember the, the sound effects. My parents would watch it. But uh, did you ever watch that show, Californication, with the the actor from that? I David watched a couple episodes. Yeah, that was that was pretty wild. No, you um, if you like the Twilight Zone, you probably fuck with Black Mirror. I watched a couple episodes of that too. Yeah, it's tough for me to watch TV. Um, I mean, I've had more opportunity now, but I've been taking advantage of music. But before this, it's tough for me to really watch a lot of TV. Mm. I had a very little time, so I tried to squeeze what I could. But that show is tripping, Andrew. You ever see that Black Mirror? Oh hell yeah, dude! It's a good show. It's um, dude, you know which one always that one that messed me up, dude. Remember when they had like the phone system that's like in your head when you could rewind yeah. and yeah, that and like was... you could like you could like take somebody's controller and be like, "Yo, show me what's in your brain." Like that shit's that is shit that, is that the one where at the end at the end of it, like um, the dude confronted his girlfriend because he thought she was cheating. Bro, that episode was woo wild, did you watch, bro. Did you watch, wild. Did you watch the new season though? What season? Um, the new season, the newest one. I think I watched like half of season five. I don't know if that's did, the newest. Did you watch the episode where they were playing the video game together? Oh my yes. god! Yes, oh, yes. Oh my that's god. the one that we Listen, watched. He was there, dude. That what? Well, I don't care how they try to spin that. Those dudes are yeah, <laughs> bro. Oh yeah. That was. I've that never was been more crazy. uncomfortable watching a show. I started watching that with one of my boys for like twenty minutes, and I'm like. You need to get Dude, right? Yeah, were you not? <laughs> we're there? not watching this together. We're not were watching this not? together. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. But yeah, if you don't watch Black Mirror, you gotta check that. Yeah, yeah that, you gotta, it was, well, that what, do you, what do you mean by gross? What, what do you mean by gross? Like, it's just like it's just like the whole concept, dude. It's just such like a gross thought because, like, it's just it's not even. You think homosexuality is gross? No, dude. No, I'm, just, I'm not gonna play. You know what? That was not. That was homosexuality, dude. That was that was wait. Like hold on. So you don't think that you was not having that sex was not with your man friend is homosexual? It's like the definition they, of it. I, yo, hold on. Remind me. Did they actually have sex together as as two dudes, or was it just in the video game? Wait. Do you think I don't remember? They I don't didn't. Remember. They didn't. But I, I wouldn't game. say. I wouldn't. It was say only in the game. It was only I wouldn't game. say that's the definition of being homosexual. That's not what gay is. Just the actual act of it isn't gay. It's the attraction. I think just the, yeah, the, the attraction and the thoughts of it is what make it gay. But the thing is, it, what what kind but of? But is it an tricky. attraction to a guy? It's tricky, exactly, because well, it's not an attraction to a guy. Definitely one of them for the one that was a chick. The one that was like the chick in the video game. He's got some thoughts he needs to work out, yeah. or he just yeah. needs to, you know admit it to himself and be like, hey. I'm into that. He kind of pushed it. He kind of pushed the other guy into it. He was like, come on, come on. You know, oh, yeah. it's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> He's He's Bro, that so was, weird, man. It was it was such a weird episode. A lot of those episodes. But that's what it's, that's what I like about it. Like it's made to like, you know, really like it really make you think about every episode that you watch. Remember the point system one? I wonder how crazy I look right now in my house, my girl. Like, because I I can hear you guys and I'm yelling and I'm into this conversation, but she's in the kitchen. Like, what the fuck is he doing over there? <laughs> so, I do. I remember all the episodes, man. And what I love about them so much is that they're it's like sci-fi, but it's so close to where it almost feels like it's only one year ahead of where we are now. Like, 
this is so close to being our reality. You know, like the the like the rating. Do you remember the episode where it's like the rating system? Like you'd have an interaction. You and I, Drew, would have an interaction. You'd pass me on the street. I'd bump into you. I'd spill your coffee. I'd say, oh, my God, I'm sorry, but you're an asshole about it. So I'd go, Drew Stevens, one star. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. Every interaction that you have with somebody, they give you a review, a review, a review. And that, like, dictates how you're treated in life based on your, you know, your review, dude. Like, what you're rated. It's like a, a credit rating, but for Crazy. every single thing that you do. Like, you couldn't get on planes Wild. if your score was too low. Right, bro. Exactly. Which, right now, with this COVID shit, I'm hearing a lot of talks on, like, testing and IDs if you're negative And it's getting pretty scary. Like, even the thoughts of that. Like, so I've heard some people say, no, 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 the... You know, they definitely shouldn't be able to track where you are if you're positive. Okay, first of all, no shit, bro. I don't care if you're positive for every medical illness in the world, bro. The government should not be able to track where you are based on your phone GPS. Overreach, man. I'm telling you, bro. It's overreach. happening. But, bro, I've heard people that are like... everywhere. I've heard people even try to um seem like they're a little more justified and say, no, they shouldn't be able to track you. If they want to give you an ID or something like that, fuck off, bro. No, you shouldn't have to show an ID saying that you're negative for some disease. Yo, I seen what I seen a segment. That's oh, crazy. Oh no, 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 it was my fault. I seen a segment on NBC. Um, I think it was NBC, one of the news stations, and they were talking about. I think it was over in Switzerland. They've already implemented a, a computer chip that goes in your hand, and it shows the guy do it. She shows the guy. He's like, "Yep, this is this is the key." No, I'm not fucking doing it, dude. I would never no do fucking it. way. I would I'm never doing do it. it. But I couldn't believe to see it, to actually see the guy. You see him. He goes up to a vending machine. He's like, yep. She's like, so if you want to buy a Coke, yep, you just slid in hand right there, scanned it. Yo, your kid's got to you, – your kid yeah. can't go to public school if he doesn't get the chip. What are you doing? Homeschooling, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Nope. Dude, yeah, You know what, bro? I would ra- that's like, that's oh, the move, dude. Oh, oh, he can't go to public school? No problem. Give me the curriculum for every fucking year. I'll put his ass on YouTube. He'll learn way more than he ever would in a school with 30 other idiots running yeah. around. He won't know calculus. He won't know algebra, but he'll know how to balance a check. You know, he'll, be, he'll know how to, you know, play. Bro, play he'll so still know calculus. What? Hey, maybe. Look at calculus. <laughs> Do you know calculus? I have no clue. No, you know, I don't care what you know. I know the word. Do you use calculus? I know calculus. It says you plus me equals us. Oh my god, I remember yeah. that. I remember, <laughs> that. remember that. that. MTV movie. That was like the first original MTV original movie. Yep. Way oh, back in the day. I remember I watched together, that when it first by the came. band together. Yep, together. Yeah, Drew. Damn, you don't remember that? Nah. Wait, are you telling me you don't you didn't have a childhood where you came home and watched TRL, bro? I did, yeah. Dude, you probably you had to have seen that movie, then you just don't remember it. Honestly, you I didn't miss too much. What's it called? <laughs> yeah, what's you didn't called? miss shit, bro. It's oh, called what's two, it called? Together, I think. Like, but the number two, G E, yeah, MTV first original movie you could probably type. But yeah, dude, that I think back, man, it's like, I do you have you don't have any kids, do you, Dump? No. So I have two kids. One of them is ten, man. You know, I had my first son when I was pretty young. But I think back, man, and, and we really, yeah, we really live. You, We don't realize it because we've just grown, you know, like naturally, you know, throughout the times. But Never neighbor, seen it. Our neighbor had thrown away a TV the other day, and it was like a 60-inch big screen, but a big one, you know, like yeah. those old, those old ones with a big. He's like, Dad, what is that? I'm like, 
what, motherfucker, bro? Like, what? <laughs> That's a big-ass TV. He's like, what? He's like, where would anybody put that thing? I'm like, I don't know, bro. <laughs> good so good question, bro, but people would figure that shit out. Yep, I had one and of like those. The, the, the dude, the thought of, like, coming home and just doing your own shit and then walking around the block to your friend's house, knocking on the door saying, hey, you know, is, is John home today? You know, can he come outside and play? Like, that's just, like... It doesn't exist to these kids, you know, and it's weird because I sound like an old man saying that, but like, dude, the, the, the change in technology that we've seen in the last 20 years is insane, man. Like, oh, there's yeah. no, It's probably there's, more than our parents saw. It's more than any generation oh, in the history of humans definitely. have seen, yeah. bro. Like, Think our about parents it, bro. How different, how different was the, the 60s from the 80s? Probably not much different, dude. 40s from the 80s, bro. Maybe 20s like from the 80s, bro. How, yeah. how different was the 20s from the 80s? <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Like Bad cars. Bro, just think of when you were a kid, right? You're watching the Twilight Zone. You're, you know, like, you're seeing fucking James. If somebody told you when you were 10 years old, right, that you'd be able to look at your wrist and have, like, a video conference call and be like, yep, okay. Oh, you're in Australia right now? No problem. All right, have a good day. You know what I mean? Like at a watch, bro. You'd be like, nah, nah, nah. That's yeah. some that's some James Bond shit. That doesn't really exist. They took the cameras like, off them. What? The watches. The watches. Wait, I, Apple iWatches don't have cameras anymore? I don't think they ever did. What? No, some of them definitely did, I feel. Am I, no, am, dude. Am I crazy right now, bro? I feel like they definitely did. Apple, no, man. They took them off. You don't sound confident. I'm like ninety percent sure. No, they took them off. Is there a camera? Maybe not. No, the Apple Watch does not have a camera. Yeah, man. Like the very first Samsung watch had a camera because I was working for Verizon at the Did time. Did I just lie about this whole thing that you could video FaceTime? Like what the <laughs> you used to be able to. You used to be able to. Like the technology exists. Oh no! But shit. like watches and cameras, definitely a thing. Yeah, but uh, why did they do that? Were people getting way too creepy with them? Like you're sitting on the side of a stranger at the uh, bar, you got your watch on, you're like, "Hey, Mark." Yeah. <laughs> like Drew, check out this live stream. Yeah, I'm not gonna cat. say the location. I worked at a few Verizon's, right? Um, but there was one location where we had a guy who used to always come every year. Every year, I was there for three. The the Samsung Apple Watch, they whatever watch came out. Does it have a camera? Does it have a camera? He's like, oh, I like to have it, you know, just in case, you know, just in case. And you could tell he was this, like, creepy dude. Yeah, sketchball. And um, we always joked about it. We, we knew why he wanted that camera. But, uh, yeah, they, they, they all made a decision not to put them on the watches, even though they have the technology oh. for sure. Oh, shit. That's crazy. Yeah. Dude, I was so wrong. I thought they had fucking cameras on them. I thought they did too, honestly. Maybe the first one did. Maybe the first one did. <clears throat> oh, like maybe not the Apple, but maybe like a generic brand or something. I, like I know that the Samsung watch, the very first Samsung watch did. I think actually the first and the second one, maybe. I, I never really, I think I got one that was like a $30 one my ex-girl got me. And that was like the only one they had. I never really used you know, it too, too much. I could never get with the having the watch or anything on because I have some asshole friends. Like, I can't even answer my phone on speakerphone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just have people that are just, they just say crazy shit. And I'm like, man, if my kids hear you talking like that, like, 
I'm gonna lose Honestly, my mind. I'm thinking about getting a a watch, like going to my phone provider, getting a watch, and then leaving my phone at home, Bluetooth in the ear if someone's gotta call me. I'm trying to like get, get away, away from, from my phone. Yo, yeah. I look so every day my phone sends me a fucking update on how much screen time I use, meaning how much time I'm looking at the phone. Per app? No, no. Well, you can break it down per app. Yeah. But it gives you the entire hours for the day, and then it tells you per what app. What are you doing? I don't want to <laughs> Yeah, I hear you. I know. I know how much I do, so I can imagine yours is the same. How much? We don't need to talk about it, but how we, much? everybody who's watching this knows how much we're fucking. Everybody. And we're we all pieces talk of about shit. It. All know, of us are the I same know, piece bro. of shit. And if I tell you a number right now, it's going to be a fake number, and I'm going to just gauge your reaction and see if I should tell you the real number. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's already up to two hours a day. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> yeah, by 12 o'clock, sucker. <laughs> yeah. By two o'clock a.m. Oh my god! Sometimes you get like uh, you get like ninety minutes before you go to bed. Sometimes. Hey, how is your has your sleep pattern changed at all with this? Are you staying up later and sleeping in a little more, or are you still yeah. trying to get? Yeah, okay. Didn't even let me Definitely. Yep, yeah. For staying sure. Up late, sleeping late. How about the one thing that I will say is a definite positive is because of my my fear of this virus. I feel like I've definitely been eating a lot better and eating a lot more real food than I have. You know, we it used to be a lot of fast food and just take out and process bullshit. Nope. A hoarding movement at first. We're like, fuck it. Buy, you know, meat, buy vegetables, buy the basics, you know, and, and we'll cook that. And we've almost become, you know, so accustomed to that, man, that you don't like want to turn back. Yeah. Like every now and then, you know, like the kids will want some McDonald's or Burger King and, it used to be like maybe a once a week thing, and we've really cut back on so much of that shit, dude. How do you feel uh, recently since you've gone so long without eating the fast food? You feel like you feel a little more sick now that you eat it. I don't know if I would say sick, but I would definitely say I feel like shit. Like I can feel that I've just eaten some shit that is yeah. not meant in my body, and then my fucking asshole is a faucet. It's like it's a mess, bro. You know, yeah. like I, I can just tell them that's not what my body is designed to be taking in. You know what I mean? That's all right, man. I worked in a kitchen for five years. So I'm used yeah. To that. Yeah. But it's definitely, you can tell, you know, that you're just, your body, it's, it's not, it's not normal. It's not natural. There's actually a, there's a cool ass um, show right now that's new on Disney Plus. It's called Something Survivor, but it's one of these shows where, you know, the dude goes out into the fucking, some tribe in the middle of the Amazon rainforest and lives with them for a week. But we were watching this this one, you know, and they have no technology, you know. In this one tribe, all they do is they live off of um, cattle, bro. And when I say they live off of cattle, I mean they don't really eat much food, bro. Over the course of a few days, all they do is have cattle, like the milk from the cows, and they pierce the fucking cow in the jugular and they drink the blood. Ooh. You know, they drink the blood like twice a day, and then once a day they'll mix the blood with milk and drink that. And then every, like, fourth or fifth day, they actually eat meat from a goat. But that's it. But we're watching the show, right? And these guys have, you know, some of them are 70 years old. And this is all they do. You know, like, their whole life is about getting their cattle, protecting their cattle, and getting food and feeding their tribe, you know, their community. But, bro, if you look at them based on the average American, they look incredible. They're all, you know, very healthy, very strong, very, you know, they're all jacked. 
Um, even their 70, 80 year old men are out there still working and, you know, chopping shit up and building shelters, even their teeth, bro. Like I'm looking at their show and I'm like, babe, look at their teeth. Like they're all incredible. And she's like, well, they probably can't clean them that well. Like, how do they do it? And at first I'm like, they might have leaves or whatever they know to, you know, practice hygiene. But a big part of it is they're probably just not destroying their, their body by taking in all these pesticides and these processed foods and these chemicals, man. Like, yeah. it's so crazy. Dude. I, I showed my son the other day. We have some organic peanut butter in the house. And the ingredients are beautiful. It's a thing of fucking... It, you what look kind? I'm curious. Um, it's like a teddy bear on it. I don't know. It's a green teddies. label. Teddies. Yeah. It's a glass jar, right? Yeah. 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 So, and he opens it. He's like, oh, because all the, all the oil goes to the top when you open this peanut butter. You got to mix it. Yep. He's like, Dad, look at that. I'm like, kid, my son's 10 years old. I go, Steven, look at the look at the back of that. I go, go to the ingredients and read that for me. He goes, peanuts, salt. I'm like, that's it, bud. <laughs> that's all that's in that jar. Yeah. I'm like, bless you. Bless you. Thank you. And then I'm like, grab that bottle of uh, Skippy over there, you know, that we have from back in the day. I'm like, read that. And now he's struggling. He can't pronounce any of this shit. Hydroglycamine bombadin. I'm like, what yep. the fuck? And he's like, what is that? I'm like, no clue, bro. You know, like, it, it's incredible how we've just become so accepting of all these different ingesting, bro, whatever. Yeah. We don't even know what it is, dude. Literally, I have no idea what yellow five is. Or just like, fuck it, it's so in mayo. True. It's in mustard. I want it on my hot dog. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, I, I really hope that if there was one thing that I could say that would really fix a lot of the issues that the country has, man is a way to figure out how to feed everybody in a, a in a better way, like a more healthy way, a more natural way, dude, than what we're eating. Yeah. I'm not saying people should go vegan. You know, like I'm a meat eater. I don't think it's ever going to change, but I think there's a, there's a right way to eat everything in the way that we're doing now, which is not the same. Yeah. I mean, it's, even it, our vegetables. The, uh, the food industry can't be for profit if you, if you really want it to be like that. Really? Do you think uh, it can't? I, I think it still could be for profit. You just have, you know, like you, we, the profit just doesn't have. You to couldn't. Be have, you there'd be no. There'd be yeah, for sure, but there wouldn't be no dollar menu. There wouldn't be nothing like that. Well, there wouldn't be no two dollar burrito. Well, hold on. You shouldn't be able to sell somebody food for one dollar and make money off of that. That's fair. That's a good point. <laughs> that's, that's super a good point. fair, bro. There's not <laughs> many things point. that I can sell for a dollar and still turn a profit, bro. You know, like I sell you a cup of jizz for a buck. It might not even be worth the time that I put in. A lot of protein in that. That's going to be the hardest 90 seconds of my day. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like when you you think about that, man, it's like for profit, I feel like for profit. What does that mean? You're making a profit. Well, enough to live. I think anybody, right? Say you're your community you have a hundred people you could have one person handle a farm that can feed a hundred people and probably still make a profit the problem is is like this misconception that if you're not making millions then you're not profitable you know what i mean like for profit doesn't have to mean you're fucking getting crazy rich bro because i I don't know man i believe that if everybody just was self-sufficient like that we could sustain that you just people need to be willing to do it. It kind of ties into the beginning of this podcast. We were talking about like the money and stuff. You know what I mean? Like it's that's one of those things right there to make that decision of like, hey, you know, it's a sacrifice for the greater good. Mm. 
it's tough, man, because I, I firmly believe that like that's a just way to live. You know, that's fair. It's good. Everybody benefits equally from it. But I also, you know, like the the whole American dream, and I don't feel like people should be hindered. You know, like if you aspire to want a yacht and a private jet, you know, like those things exist. So why, if anybody in the world can have them, why shouldn't you be able to have them? You know, and unfortunately, like there, there's a lot of goals and aspirations that you can only get to by being a little cutthroat, you know? Yeah, well, there's a reason why we haven't figured it out yet, you know? It's it's not easy. That's a way, I, think it's, man. I think it's figured out. <laughs> Some people got it figured out. Who? Huh? Successful people. No, no, no. But how, how do you do it while, you know, like maintaining empathy for all of your your people and treating everybody fairly and not taking more than what you need? I think it really depends on like what you're doing. I feel like when you see, when you talk about that type of money, you see that with like, you know, people that are just like buying and selling. But like when you're like a creative and you're creating, I feel like those guys are the people that like are given back to society. What do you mean by creating? Like who? Like, like a Elon us? Musk, like a Elon Musk versus uh, Jeff Bezos. Elon yeah, Musk is that us. dude, bro. Did you see yeah. he tweeted the other day? Somebody was asking about <laughs> stock. They're like, "Yeah, what stock should I buy?" He's like, "Not Tesla. That shit's way overpriced." <laughs> <laughs> but yo, it's funny wow, he because he said that. Yeah, and he's not, bro. And when if you follow Elon Musk and you know what he's about, you know he's not trolling. He's genuinely saying, "My stock is too much. Don't buy it. It's not a good. It's not a good investment right now." Yeah. You know, like he's just, bro. He's. I was talking to my girl about him the other day. He's, he's a special breed, man. He's he's like a modern day Einstein that's empathetic and you know doesn't think he's worth yeah. more than other humans, man. He's he's a good dude. Yeah, for sure. Anyways, man, what do you guys think, man? Let's wrap this shit up. Yeah, wrap man, up. it's been real, man. Hey, yeah, it's uh, real. It's been very real. If uh, people want to listen to your music, how can they? Uh, how can they get there? They can catch me on uh, my SoundCloud profile. It's my first and last name, Dominic Poselli. Link is attached. Link is attached. Link is definitely attached. Thank you, guys. If you're you're just listening and you're not clicking the link, it's Dominic, D-O-M-I-N-I-C, last name Poselli, P-O-L-S-E-L-L-Y. That's on SoundCloud. And if you know me, you know, like, I'm not a big hip-hop guy, man, but I listen to a few of them, and they're legit. You know, it's not – you're going to be surprised. You're going to be pleasantly surprised if you check it out. Um, you know, it's a good message. It's got a good tune. And obviously you can tell there's, there's some, um, you know, there's some talent there as well. You know, and I mean that in the best way. I didn't mean for that to come out. It's like, Hey, there's some talent. No, I get it. I, get it. Yeah. I appreciate that. You know, no, I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Well, Hey, thanks for listening, Dom. It was great to meet you, yeah. man. I appreciate yeah, it. It was nice to meet time. you too, man. Drew, always a pleasure, baby. See you next time. Yeah. yeah. Thanks guys. guys. Peace out. Bye. Yo, wait, hold up. Tracking. Are you, are you half off, off live? Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. You may, you I don't know how to stop it. it. Where are you at? I don't you know how to stop, stop it. it. <laughs> Let me stop the live, baby. Can you stop the live or do I have to end the whole meeting? Video no, you live. definitely stopped it. Uh, no, it says live on Facebook on the top oh, left. That's it. It's definitely still live. That's difficulties, everybody. Who are you talking to? Just don't watch the last part of this shit.
Oh, shit.